Well, I thought the scariest part of The Shining was the font. It's Flicks in That with Steve Newell. That little Conan the Barbarian was actually a request from Caller. So it all kind of has come together quite nicely, Steve, because we're hitting flicks in that. BFM can do anything for you that you that you desire. Yeah. <laughs> this time of year on a day like today, we you know could fulfil any. There's so request. many. There's so many wishes one might one might make. I mean, going to the cinema and enjoying some cool air conditioning would be great. But oh my god, that would be really good right about now, wouldn't it? Mm, but I think the the best spectacle of them all would be heading along to save the bee. If we're going to plug anything today, oh, I think so. I mean, I think really like there's but there's been this awful problem, and all streaming services have shut down for the night, mm-hmm. and also all cinemas are closed. So. Yes. Take um, our word for it. Don't check. Like, yeah, Just don't check. Don't go to <laughs> flicks.co.nz. In fact, fl- we're, look, we're closed as well. Everyone's, it's all, it's all shut up shop for, for Save the Bee. Um, and then, uh, of course, Rave the Bee. Yes. You know, I got a little bit scared when I woke up today. Why is that? Just how big of a night is it going to be? Well, let's find out. There's only one way to find mm-hmm. out. T- test your limits, Steve. Test your limits. Will do. Um, well, look, it is a it is a wrap up uh, segment for me today. Uh, this is my final work commitment of 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really sorry to, to describe our time together as as work, work. but you know, there's a, there's a slight professionalism. Uh, it's that, a tough that, job. That, that, Someone's got to do creeps it. Creeps in sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Just little hints of it here and there. Um, and uh, the last uh, official flicks task of my of my year was to was to press go on our top 20 countdown of films of the year mm-hmm. i will not uh ruin your own experience reading that by talking about it too much today but it mm-hmm. is a good time to talk about a few faves mm-hmm. um so you can bank a couple of things for your watch list or keep an eye out for a couple early in the new year hopefully we've all got some days off to do so yeah i reckon well yep. i mean let's yeah how many how much viewing have you got queued up and how much do you think you're going to get through mm-hmm. i've got a lot yeah i kind of don't want to do it <laughs> Time to get some sun. Time to get some sun. Um, if you have got time on your hands, it's a good opportunity to dip into some of the longer films that might have been tricky propositions for you this year. Uh, Palm Door winner Anatomy of a Fall is a good example of this. This was the opener of the New Zealand International Film Festival mm-hmm. earlier in the year. Very patient uh, pick about an accidental or, or, or unexplained death um, that gets the attention of authorities who then sort of traced us all the way through the French legal system. Really fascinating film. I mm-hmm. didn't know quite how a French court operated. Um, now I feel I could defend a murder charge. Yes. So <laughs> sometimes films are educational. Um, probably the longest um, you know, uh, mainstream film of the year was Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, clocking in at over three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can a- hit it, do it. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. it's great. This is a good one to sit in. Um, its length is not a problem. Its length is probably a strength of, mm-hmm. of this particular film. And uh, one of the things I really enjoyed about the pacing of it was that it's uh, certainly um, no kind of chill ride for that time. The film does not coast along or yep. uh, operate on a kind of Clint Eastwood old man movie-making style, but is kind of relentlessly inventive in some of its cinematography. Um, and uh, while I can't say it's a good time, it's a very, very good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, horror of the year. Well, I thought this would be the case. But it's definitely it has come up on come out on top. When evil lurks. This is streaming mm-hmm. via Shutter. 
Um, this not is the a, one about the hand. Not the one about the hand. Not the Australian the, one. Talk, talk to me. Talk to me. It's probably just behind. Okay. Just behind. All right. In fact, in fact, I'm on the flicks. Is top talk 20. to me it's really actually, scary? Uh, I want to watch it. But. On the flicks top twenty. Yep. Talk to me is number five. Okay. And, and when evil lurks is number four. So mm. actually, to get two horrors into the top five, five. films of the year is good year for the is, genre. Uh, uh, unusual. And, yeah. and really cool to see. Um, mm. When Evil Lurks is the rural Argentina has a problem with demonic possession mm-hmm. film. Mm. And uh, along with um, the possessed or rotten, as they're known in this film, kind of getting all kind of turning into gross oozing jab of the huts, um, there's also dismemberment, uh, more dismemberment. Um, oh, yeah, some vehicular deaths. Yeah, that's just kind of full on. Yes. And super, super fun. Yeah. Great time. So it's a fun so one. Watch Not this too up. scary. It's pretty scary. It's pretty okay. chilling. It's um, So it's, you know, it's definitely kind of on the splatter horror end of the spectrum. Okay. But there's a religious dimension too. Um, you know, the, the churches are dead in this uh, modern Argentina. Faith is no solution, but there's still demons. So what are you going to do? Mm. Ghostbusters, mate. Probably should have called Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe there's a crossover coming. Who can say? Uh, and uh, also on the long films um, front, I was probably remiss in not mentioning Oppenheimer, which, oh, yeah. to be honest, I haven't thought a ton about since I saw it on IMAX. But when I do reflect on it... Um, I've heard mixed. I've heard they could have got rid of the first hour or something. Oh, I really dug it. I dug yeah. this film. Um, part of it was uh, seeing it in the IMAX format. I was, I was not prepared for it to be one of my favourite films on that big screen format. It really, really worked in a way that I didn't expect a biopic Mm. to benefit from. Um, I mean, it's, you know, Nolan's uh, very well thought out directorial eye is a a huge part of that. Um, But yeah, sort of opening was Robert Oppenheimer literally looming over us on the screen in the same way that uh, his evil invention loomed over the 20th century. It was a really, really neat way to start the film. And also IMAX packed the punch of uh, when the inevitable bomb does go off, uh, it was loud. Um, But the main one that I'd say keep an eye out for, this got nudged into 2024. It was originally going to be streaming on Netflix uh, at the start of this month. It's now coming to cinemas mid-Feb, which means that someone smells Oscar buzz. It's May-December. This is uh, the new film from Todd Haynes, director of Carol. Uh, This was my favourite film from the New Zealand International Film Festival this year. Uh, It stars Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman. Um, And it's a really interesting mix of melodrama, comedy, thrills, great acting awesome sense of style um, but Todd Haynes uh, just juggles all these different elements in a way that um, is a really really great watch so yeah check out May December we've got, we've got a little bit longer to wait than ideal but uh, you'll be able to rem- remember that come mid-Feb and people on the, on the internet are talking about it a lot so uh, you can expect to probably run into some conversations mm. about it um, on the TV front, um, I'm just going to say, if you haven't caught up on The Curse yet, you should be watching The Curse. This is show of the year. Show of the year? Show of the You're year. You're calling it. I mean, it better finish well, because if it okay. finishes badly, this is a a bit of a stretch, yes. isn't it? Yeah. But I'm loving this. Uh, it feels like it builds upon everything that Nathan Fielder has done in his previous work. Um, it's making me feel really uncomfortable. Uh, also, cracking up. 
but really uncomfortable. And isn't that what we want from our TV to feel really uncomfortable, <laughs> bad about ourselves? Yeah, cool. My favorite TV is TV that attacks the white savior complex. Ah, <laughs> oh, what? You're making fun of privileged people who <laughs> constantly seek others' approval? I'm in. The curse. That's on neon. Uh, watch it for a, a bad time, not a long time. Okay, someone is texting through saying they're loving alt- Altered Carbon. Not sure when it came out, but just loving it. Yeah, I think this is, if memory serves, Altered Carbon's uh, one of the kind of first big big sci-fi plays that Netflix made. Yeah. Um, and commissioning their own content. Um, on the sci-fi front, um, For All Mankind is the, is the sci-fi show that's already been doing it for I this year. I am getting, this is one of those shows that I get constant recommendations for. From various people, people are very fond of uh, for all mankind. So I yeah, probably should a, watch it. There's 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 a there's an interesting thing that it does that I think this is part of what makes it tick. Is uh, I mean this in a complimentary way. It's kind of a bit soapy. Yes. So some of its character stuff, some of its relationship uh, plot lines. Yes, yeah, so it's it can be a bit hokey, a little bit jingoistic, and a little bit soapy. And these things actually work yep. because. For generations, they have uh, worked well on TV, mm-hmm. and so that, alongside gr- a great sort of alternate history and um, some interesting divergences from our own history, make a really good mix. There's a line in episode seven of the new season where uh, one character says to another, "Wanna help me steal?" Spoiler, and that's my favorite cliffhanger of the year. If you're watching the show you will uh, be desperate to see what happens next. All right. Well, was there um, anything else, Steve? That's me. These are the, those are the things I've, I've, I've enjoyed the most um, this year. Please uh, let us know what you've been checking out. Okay. Um, top and, 20 uh, up on Flix. Top 20 up on Flix, top 20 shows, top 20 movies. Um, hopefully there's at least one thing there that will uh, yep. give you something perfect. enjoyable to watch. Great time of the year for lists. Indeed. Oh, and uh, one other thing for the list as well. Um, I did have a bit of gentle rave about this last week, but Godzilla minus one. I haven't even seen it yet. God, yeah, man, came out. I didn't want to remind, remind, remind you mostly, actually. I could have done it off air, but um, I used <laughs> the medium of the radio and all the listeners to tell you something that you should do. And if that's not BFM, I don't know what is. All right. Hey, Steve, thank you so much for a wonderful year of uh, flicks in that. Oh, good um, man. I'll uh, see it raise we'll, the bee. Uh, Save ra- the bee. Ra- ra- raise a glass later on. All right. Cheers, dude. Real auteurs use star wipes. That was Flicks and That on 95 BFM.